guys, welcome back to Three Peas in a Podcast. So I'm Hope, I'm Grace, and I'm Joy. Surprise, Grace is still here! <laughs> guys, I didn't go to Christchurch. The Lord had other plans. I think wow. everyone that was knew. unexpected. No, <laughs> but what was so crazy to me was that even if I decided to go, I wouldn't have been able to go because of the lockdown. Yeah. And this has been a few weeks since this whole ordeal has happened because of the first lockdown. Now we're in the second lockdown for 2021. Yeah, but yeah. basically, I was supposed to be leaving on a Wednesday and I'm pretty sure the lockdown was happening on Sunday night. Yep. And so I wouldn't have been able to leave anyway, which is so crazy to me. So, you know, God, I was saying that I was, I was liking like God's plan for you. Like Noah, not Noah, I mean Jonah. Jonah, sorry. Jonah. And Noah, but like. <laughs> Jonah, where it doesn't matter what happens in terms of what you choose, God's plan for you always prevail. Yeah. Like, see, let's say if Jonah actually chose to go to Nineveh, he would have gone obediently to Nineveh and that's God's plan. But he didn't choose to go to Nineveh and he got swallowed by fish. That's still God's plan prevailing. You because know? he's still going to Nineveh. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, it's like either way, whatever I decide, I still would have not been able to go. Yeah. Which really just highlights once again that God is in control and that I just like, that was so amazing to me. Wow. And you know just, what though? This links to relationships. Like this is early on in the podcast. <laughs> Why are we just diving but in? you know, already? like you think about relationships, you think like, oh, you think like, oh, this person they might be for me or not but it's like it's not up to you because God will get them there or you if it's meant to be you know what I mean yeah and it's like you keep thinking like oh it might not work out you know I'm so worried about that but it's like if it's gonna happen God's gonna bring you there and you can't stop it in a way well like I don't know what I want to say is like maybe even if someone let's say let's say that you you thought that something was gonna happen with a certain person in a relationship and they get into another relationship and you thought that might be over for you like game over but then it's like if if, if it's really from God they they will probably still end up with you if that's really from God. Like you never can say like it's the end. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. I think Joy. When I went to her conversation with Joy, Joy's like, it's not over to the fat lady things. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. I don't even. Know. I think our dad always says that. It's not. No. I it's think not. It's, but I think we're saying it's not over to. You they say, say I, do. I do. But that's the Joy. Oh I mean, my don't goodness. hold on till the ma- the wedding day. Like, like pop out in their wedding and be like, still could be there. Psych, I'm here. They could still be the one for me, even though I'm going to the wedding. Until they say I do, I'm still gonna be here. Like even if they don't engaged, take it that far. Like, don't take it that far. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the Lord can work miracles. <laughs> yeah, He could. Okay. Anyway, I was saying how we skipped the whole intro. We didn't even do like. Like an <laughs> so maybe we, we just dived yeah. right in but basically yeah. i think the first thing is, is that we're, this is our first podcast in the new apartment yeah yeah how's it been it's been, it's been <laughs> good how did you find it joy it's been, it's been a bit like the, not gonna lie the first like couple of like days and even the week was really odd because just living in a new place in general just gives you yeah. really weird vibes. You just feel like a stranger in your own house. Okay, that's and the thing is, though, I feel like I didn't have that problem because I moved like quite like in a weird way where we still had like um. Grace and I was still the older. You were still the older. Yeah. You were coming in. I, and would out. Vis- I was visiting and then also still in, in this new place. Mm-hmm. So then it didn't feel like it was a very like drastic cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but. Joy and I have been having sleepless nights. We want to tell you about our like sleep like ordeal. Basically, we our apartment is very close to like a train track. Yeah, a train track, and so the train just come like once every f- couple hours or so. But no, because we're like six a.m., I, I I like one one morning I think I woke up and the train went by like four times. Rush hour, and I was like, "You're kidding me." 
Why are there four trains going past in such And then for some reason in like the day, it feels like you there's don't like even zero trains. <laughs> yeah, but basically, I think Joy and I are both very light sleepers. Yeah, so yeah. we're always constantly woken up by the train. I think that we woke up like three to four times a night, honestly. Yeah. Like, I check my I check my phone, it'll be like 12, because if I go to bed at like nine, like yeah. nine yeah. something. Early I'll night wa- first. <laughs> I'll, I'll wake up at 12, two, four, six. Like it's, it's really like annoying <laughs> and disruptive. And I think Joy and I have been real like, Kind of aggravated. Yeah, we've because we're not getting our sleep. Yeah, we've been really like on edge and on edge. <laughs> yeah, sleep gives you like a good quality of life. It makes you feel better. Like you're yeah. refreshed. But because we haven't been getting that, it's just not good. Every day, like, <laughs> remedies are trying to get to sleep. Like, like joy is her. I bought some like I bought some really weird earplugs because I'm I went to your room. And I thought they were like gum or something. <laughs> I, I thought they were crystals. <laughs> I thought they should bought crystals, and I was like, what? This is what is going on? What right is now? this like new age stuff? And yeah. I'm like, no. I don't condone this. No. Because our mum, our mum did some research because she's been hearing about how bad our sleep is and she felt bad. Because every night you guys are like in the group chat, the family group chat, you're like, I couldn't sleep last night again. Well, <laughs> yeah, our mum's like worried for us. Triggered. She feels bad. So she went onto like a website and found some like earpods and she's like, these have great reviews. You should get it and I'll pay it for No, you. and then and she's like, also like sending you guys these kind of like white the white, white noise. noise yeah like she's like listen to this point you like raindrops or something you know <laughs> but like mom they didn't helping but the earpods were really strange because they they kind of worked but they kind of didn't because when i put them in my ears it's kind of uncomfortable because yeah, it's not they're kind of like they're kind of like putty right mm. you put it in your ear and you kind of like squish it in so it kind of sits nicely in your ear yeah. and it blocks the sound yeah but like because it's so like weird it's like unnatural to have yeah. something in your ear yeah. it's very uncomfortable mm. so for some reason i've been falling to sleep and I think maybe the, the like earplugs help me fall to sleep. But in the morning I wake up and they're like on the desk beside on the, on the bedside table beside me. So I, somehow in the night I've taken them out. Yeah. But I think I have slept somewhat better. But yeah. basically what ha- what's our new kind of trial that we're going through right now is that we went back to um our parents' place last week and they told us that we should bring the fan back with us and put yeah. it in our room. So the fan kind of like, like distracts a noise too, it's kinda yeah. like not white noise, but it kinda like has that underlying noise so then that if the train comes past it's already like masked by the yeah. fan it's kind of muffled. i'm not sure if it yeah. works actually i don't know like i think maybe because i've been working i've been so tired that yeah. i just fall asleep like i've only been waking up like once or twice mm. in the past couple of days i don't know about joy mm. i don't know i feel like my body's just getting used to really crappy sleep yeah so i'm kind of just used oh. to waking up a couple times every night and being like well this is my new reality <laughs> what's gotta so, get used to it what's so funny is in the night, I'll always be lying in bed and I'll look beside me because Joy's beside me and I'll be looking at her. <laughs> and she'll be and like, she'll be, she'll be asleep. Oh, asleep. <laughs> she'll, be, she'll be asleep and I'll be like, you go girl, like, you're getting asleep. <laughs> sometimes I'll be like half awake and I'll see her get also like kind of like awake. Awake also. And I'm like, that's funny. Comforting. We're both like not able to no, sleep. No, you know what this reminds me of is when we were in like, yeah. Wow, I think we yeah. went on a school trip. We went to is it Duke of Ed. Yeah, Duke of Ed. It, Duke of Ed. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's like it's, it's a weird thing to explain. Yeah, like basically it's just like a trend thing. It's kind of like a leadership and service yeah. kind of and the, yeah. the crack up thing, thing was that Grace and I shared. I don't know why Grace and I are always sharing things, but yeah, you Grace and I share. were sharing a tent. And, and I was, we, I was, I had she, another tent with yeah, another Grace girl. Was, I mean, Hope was sleeping in another tent, but beside us. Yeah. And Grace and I kept waking up at night, and we were always awake at the same time. No, yeah. and the thing is, though, it was like I feel like it was like triplet telepathy because mm. when you guys woke up, I woke up as well. Yeah. Even though I was like a tent along from you guys. Yeah. yeah. I remember like the moment you guys woke up, I woke up immediately no, up as well. No, because you know what happened was Grace and I kept we 
kept lying there and then I'd wake up and be like, Grace? And she'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, guys, from the other team. Yeah, I think that's just like triplet telepathy there. Or maybe just because we have so similar like body kind of routines that we're yeah. very used to. I think people are interested, might be interested to know if we have triplet telepathy. Do you think we do? Um, no. I feel like it's just like because we're so similar we yeah. react in the same way that's kind of how it is and we just because we've lived together for so long we kind of get each other in every single aspect and like yeah way. but i think i think one thing one example that kind of didn't show we were the same wavelength was that one time we i think a couple lockdowns ago um hope was like do you know and i think grace was like do you know what i really want right now and then we all said something that what we really wanted and it was so off like, yeah what, what did we say i was like Grace like I, you know what I really want right now, and I was like, great. What did Grace say? I said that I wanted a bike because that was so random. Yeah, it was because so I was I was standing on the balcony and I kept seeing all these people riding on their bikes and like that seems so freeing, especially when you're in lockdown yeah, yeah. and you're like that's acceptable to go biking outside because yeah. that's like you're getting your exercise and it's a bit more leisure, mm, le- like yeah. a leisure kind of exercise. So like, I really want a bike right now. <laughs> that's so. Weird. And then what did Hop say? I was like, I want a boyfriend. <laughs> not not saying like I'm like oh man I hate singleness, but it's like you know how you just want someone to talk to and be like oh this is kind of spicy, a cute guy, kind of interesting, mm. you know get something like come get some tea to spill. Like I want something like kind of spicy in my life. Yeah, yeah. And like I feel like I just wanted that because I feel like in life like one of the greatest joys is just like human interaction and mm, relationships with people. Yeah. Like it's not even like romantic. It's just like getting to know someone and even. I don't know, I always feel like that's a really exciting time just like learning about someone and like what makes them them. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, I just like a boyfriend, like a cute guy, you know? Like, and I was like, oh well. And then Joy was like, what did you say? I said, I want a pizza. <laughs> wow, typical. Food. I think because of lockdown and like there was no fast food places open, I was like, you know what, I really want a pizza right now. And I was thinking about it. And I think that was really funny because it showed how we were not on the same wavelength. We were thinking differently. It's like yeah. all our desires were different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like three, two, one, bike pizza and boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah, but I think another funny story we have since moving in was we went to try out the basketball court downstairs. Oh yeah. That's the one thing that's different from our like old apartments. That this one has like a tennis court slash basketball mm. kind of but court. Thing. I think nothing different is that we have a pool downstairs, but it's Indoor. Um, yeah, it's indoor instead of outdoor. But yeah. we went down to try the basketball court. No, because we went to go buy a basketball yeah. from Kmart. Yeah. And we tried it, I think, maybe a week or so ago. Mm. And it just did not go to plan. Yeah, we were really excited to go down and like play a game. Play some ball. I was like, guys, I'm excited to play some ball. Once we came home with it, we were passing it in our apartment. We were doing like drills in our apartment. And like, me, guys, don't get the TV, guys. Move away from the TV. So you need to step and push. like. And we're like, we're so excited to go down there and do the hoop, right? We went down. And what happened? <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, let's see if I can get this in first, like, first goal. So I, like, tried to get a hoop in. Was it for the, like, three-pointer line? Yeah, and then I, I got it in, and I wasn't expecting to. And then... On the first goal? Yeah, and then the basketball got stuck in the hoop. Because in the, the net, net, yeah. The yeah. net, basically, I think it, like, kind of shrunk due to, like, the sunlight or something. Yeah. So even though it's, like, a normal, like, size... Yeah, I don't know what size is a normal basketball, but we got size seven, so... Yeah. It's, like, a classic I feel like size. that could be a little bit bigger, but I don't actually know. Yeah, yeah. But, but basically the basketball 
possible got stuck. It got in stranded the in the net. Yeah, and the thing is, we were all too short to like yeah, hit it up. Because the thing is, I've watched people from our balcony playing basketball. And I'm like, mm. I wonder how they like get over this issue. Yeah, after we had this issue, yeah, she was watching. I was me. watching, and like it was just a dude. He kept missing first of all, <laughs> so it wasn't a problem for him to begin with. And then when he finally got in, he just swatted it out with his hand because he was very tall. Mm. But we were so short, we couldn't get it. So I was like, in that moment. When it got stuck, I was like, we guys, like, oh no, what we're gonna do now? I was like, guys, let's do a human pyramid. Let's just get down. <laughs> so me and Joy got down on our hands and knees, like did like a doggy style, right? And then like on our like on our like hands and our hands and knees, right, like a dog. And then Grace literally stood on the back of us, and it was just like hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like swatting the ball out, and then it it just came. It and came then the out, game yeah. ended because we like we can't even do anything right now. And then we're like, we just gotta go. We just walked home. Yeah. yeah. It was sad. So but, yeah. now we just have a basketball and we don't know what to do with it because we can't really play. <laughs> yeah. Which is really sad, but I don't really know what we're going to do about it. Mm. Maybe we'll have to go return it or something. I feel like <laughs> the, the day is going to expire. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's what we've been all up to. And Hope had her exams. So yeah. how did they go for you? I was really worried about them because I don't know. I just feel like exams just really stress me out. But... Yeah, they went fine because they went online. So I was like, thank you, Lord. Like, literally the night before, it went into lockdown. lockdown and I was like, the Lord provides I feel like end. she's always getting the really good end of the deal with lockdown. Like, yeah, all the time. All her exams have been locked, I mean, online for... Yeah. No, because last lockdown, because she was doing full-year courses, she didn't even have exams. Yeah, and then when it got to one. the end, she somehow just got the, like, exams to fit in with the lockdown. Yeah, it was just really great for her. But yeah, I only had one paper that was in real life, but surprisingly, that was like the best paper I did. So maybe I'm actually better at doing real, real life, life exams. No, I think just mark harsher. I think yeah, with real life exams because you don't have all your resources, they do mark you like higher, higher, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, like the fact that she could remember all this and bring this all out on the exam, like she deserves a better yeah. grade. Versus when you're at home and they're like, oh, like. She just copied and pasted this. Like, how yeah. hard is it just to remember and put this together? That's really true. Within an hour or two hours. So, the thing is, though, I can't actually bring myself to copy and paste. It yeah. feels so wrong to me. Like, I think I was talking to someone, like, after exam, and they're like, man, I had, like, all these essays lined up, and I just copied and pasted them straight yeah. in. I was like, I could not ever do that. That just seems so wrong. Yeah. Like, even if I did have an essay already typed up, I always have to type it in, because it just feels wrong yeah. to me. I agree, because for me, when I had exams, the ones, I had like a pathology paper, so it was a lot of like mechanisms and like how different things led to a disease or whatnot. Yeah. And to me, because all those things are very like step by step, I just remembered it because it felt wrong just to look at my paper and be like, this happens, this happens, this happens, leads to this. Because I was like, mm. anyone could have done that. So, yeah. in my opinion, I tried as best as I could just to do it off my head. Because it just yeah. seems so ingenuine to me. Yeah. And it seems really fake. And it's like, I'm not working for this degree. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like it just depends on, like, I don't know how to say it, Like, maybe your conscience. Because some <laughs> people don't find that a problem. But yeah. I, I kind of do. I feel wrong doing it. And I was like, this is, I don't think this is pleasing to God. Like, mm. if I just copy and paste in a real exam, that wouldn't be yeah. the case. So, I needed to, like, do it real. I think people always, like, ask... Like, or have been like, do you talk to your friends during the exam? Like, oh. in your courses? And I always reply with like, I don't even have friends to talk to if I wanted to. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like, now that Grace and I have graduated, when I look back at my degree, I literally went through my whole degree with like, not even a single friend. I'm not even Lone kidding Lone ranger you. for her. Yeah, like, 
all my courses, it was just me, myself, and I. Like, I think <laughs> high school prepared that for high school prepared me for that. But I can't even think of anyone that I had like solid throughout all my courses. Okay, that's not me though. Really? I feel like I've had a few people who have been quite mm. solid. Well, I think obviously Grace and I, because we share papers, she was like my my true friend, <laughs> my study buddy, my but, sister, really. <laughs> but like since when it got to like level, not level, level three. Stage three. Oh, stage three. Yeah. When it got to stage three, Grace and I kind of like diverged to different like branches. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she went more of the plants animal and animals, animals and yeah. I was going more like human. So stuff. we kind of like diverged, so I didn't have a study buddy anymore, but somehow I made it. Study yeah. buddies are just weird. I just don't do that. Yeah. I think one thing that people always ask us is are we the same like I guess like IQ slash intelligence. Oh, okay. yeah. I, how so, would you guys explain no, I'm that? Not gonna lie, I think I have the lowest IQ out of us three. Like, really? I don't think I'm smart. I don't think I'm smart either. No, no, okay. I think that not. Hope is very book smart. She, I, don't she, know I think she's that. like our mom. That's why she's very book smart. Whereas I think that Joy is a bit more street smart. But I've got no brains. No, <laughs> I don't know. I would say that she's street smart. I think that she's just very like practical. Yeah, I, that that's not street smart. I think you are street smart. I don't know about it. So, so you're saying that I'm not book smart? You are. But I think that you're lower. You're like kind of. Okay, not lower. I'd say that you're even Steven on both. Okay. But I'd say Joy is lower on the intelligence in terms of books. Yeah. But then I, in I terms of street that. smart, and if like you put her like with a, let's say you gave her like a construction project or something, she'd put it all together so, okay, quite quickly. For, yeah. my exa- for example, if do you think if we all set the same test, who would perform the best? I don't think it would be. No, good. I think it'd be depending on what it was. Let's say. It, let's just say if it was some sort of academic classic like Jane Eyre paper or something because I think we actually all have set, set the same paper before have we? Stats, have we all stats. set stats 108? yeah yeah well, I don't even remember how did we all do? I remember that was the worst paper I think it was one of the worst what did, do you remember what you got? I think I got a B plus what did you get? B plus I got an A minus oh <laughs> but you know what? It's, oh, I think it's partly in our grades, guys. I think it's partly because I, you guys was, helped me. That was the first paper I ever did at oh, university. True. So I didn't know what university was like. I didn't yeah. know how to like. I agree with that. Okay, study. I think in my defense, in my second semester of first year, I had the lowest grades of all. Okay, fair enough. And, and I think it was all due to because I joined this club and. But I joined that club and I was fine. Okay. <laughs> no, because I joined. This she club got multitasked. <laughs> and I put in a lot of work into that club yeah. and I kind of was neglecting my studies a little bit. I would yeah. say. And also, I think in first year, you just don't know how to study. Yeah. So I got a B plus in that, but I wasn't like hating it. You know what though? <laughs> in stats 108, I fell asleep every single class. Really? Every single class. It was, no, it was, do you it was know what's funny is that in stats 108, we all had every single, we all of us had a different lecture. Maybe that's why though. You, I think you had a better I lecture. Reese. I yeah. had, um, I can't never say a name, it was like J-O-S-S. Jossie. No. There's no, there's no E. Joss. Joss. Yeah. I had Emma. Oh, uh, yeah, see, see, I think that Reese was the best. Yeah, Reese was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. No, nice. but okay. For example, what about if we put all three of us in some sort of like a Hunger Games type simulation? Oh, oh, I would I'd be wiped So out. who do you think would win? You would. Do you think I would win? Would win. Yeah. See, this is what I'm trying to like distinguish. I think I would have too much heart in it. You would be very strategic. I think I would Probably. just hide, to be honest. <laughs> maybe you'd die of starvation or something. Maybe, maybe that would work, though. I would just hide in the cave. You'd be Peter in the mud. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how it works, though. Hunger Games, if you just sat there. Yeah, because then did they start... Though. No, but then they start bringing in all these different, like, things to get you moving. Like, they'll, yeah. set, the, they'll set the forest on fire so you have to move. Like, oh, you yeah. can't stay in the yeah. same spot. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway. I think people are always interested to hear how we're different in the way we perform. Because yeah. we're obviously the same. We've had pretty much the same experience and education. Sometimes, though, I'd really like to see you guys do a law exam. 
I I'd like to see you do a mid side paper, honestly. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Bring it on, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. But I think because people always compare us, but because we're doing so different things, you can't really compare us. Mm. But we've only done one paper the same, but that's also like, you can't. Yeah. We should actually try doing that sometime, though. Doing like something exactly the same and seeing how we all perform. Mm. But I think in terms of job, I think if you put all three of us to do a certain job, would we would come them. up with different like things. I think Joy would be the best at doing the job. Yeah. I, I think they all did retail and like yeah. Joy was really good at it and yeah. I was so bad. Like I was so bad. Like honestly, I just I <laughs> sometimes I'm like really worried for myself when it comes to work. So I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna land a job and keep just it. Just praying for a rich husband. <laughs> Not rich, just like someone who's gonna hold on the fort. <laughs> because I'm like I even though I think that I do have some like book smarts, I feel as though like when you put me in the working world, I'm so bad because I think that I'm quite a creative, like autonomous person. So I hate getting like people telling me what to do. Mm. But then I also like don't mind following directions. Like I think I am a good worker, but then it's just like I'm just not very like good at doing Lost stuff. Lost in translation. Yeah, it's a bit like <laughs> what's going on there. Mm. I'm not very like I don't make things click really quickly. I'm quite mm. a slow learner. Yeah. yeah. But I think you are quite quick, Joy. Yeah, I do think I learn things pretty fast. She's quite, I would say she's quite a mechanical person. It's very like, yeah, mm. all her energy is channeled into practical stuff. And it's yeah. just like, she's like a machine, you know? I don't think I'm like not intelligent, but I think I have to put in more work into getting like better results. Yeah. So I think I don't really like, I'm not really into like the intellectual kind of like thinking and learning. Like, I think yeah. it's a bit harder for me to like yeah. click on some things. But once I do get it, it's like, makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should move on to talking about some topics. So, I think for Grace and I, we all even hope we kind yeah. of want to talk about just how it feels leaving the uni scene, like especially. Okay, Grace that's and not I. me. <laughs> yeah, because Maybe one, you have to say. I yeah, think yeah. one thing that's interesting is we've always been on the same page our whole entire life in terms of where we're at at our life stage and yeah, like career-wise and like, like where schooling. we are at. Yeah. So Joy and I clearly. Like we're grad, we're gonna be graduating, but we yeah. finished our like undergrad, and hope is clearly got another three years. She has to go right three? this year plus like two more because I'm gonna to move to like part time. Oh, yeah, so she's got like three ish years, yeah. and so it's kind of funny because we're not like because hope. I mean, this is a bit different because it's lockdown, but hope was like going back to uni and Joy and I were so it was mm, kind of yeah. weird in that way because usually we're all like after uni together first day, yeah. but now it's like hope's got her first day. I was working and Joel was, I don't know, like chilling or something. So yeah. it's like, our, all our lives are kind of like different. Yeah. Which is quite a strange thing. I think Hope was saying to me in the car once that it's weird because there's going to be a point when all our lives will be drastically different and change. Yeah. And it won't be the same anymore because we have been very similar and identical in terms of our life, yeah. like where it's going. Yeah. But I think it's slowly mm. like, because I think what even this is so funny it always comes to relationships I was saying to Grace how like I think what's scary is to think that one day I won't be enough for her in that way or even joy like that's what's weird because I do see guys coming into their lives and like obviously leaving sometimes or whatever but I see how like I could never fulfill them in that way in terms of like being that romantic partner for them because I'm her <laughs> sister like and like I want to be there and be her like best friend for like all of time but it's like there's gonna be a point where I will have to take a backseat and I yeah. think that that's really hard for me because really I feel like I love maybe because I'm just like a really nosy person or I'm just like I just like knowing because you're my sister mm-hmm. you know I'm like 
I think that's why it's quite hard because it's not normal for sisters to be this close. I think that yeah. for most people, like, let's say your yeah. brother or sister got a boyfriend, you're not like, I want to know everything about you as in like that boy. And you're like, let's get to be best friends and talk about everything so I get to know you too. It's like, you would just be like, oh, that's my brother or sister's boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Hmm. I only you know them solely as boyfriend, girlfriend. us three, it's like, if you want to get in with one of us three, you got to win all three of us older. Yeah. yeah. And it's a bit, and I, it's hard. Normal, I and say. to be honest, I'd say whatever you tell one of us, most of it is like we all share it to like to some extent if, if you say like don't tell obviously we won't tell but it's like we or usually- not like sometimes i'm like sorry guys i can't tell you like but do i really count like you should tell me anyway i'm like i can't like i told the i made a promise before yeah the no it's like, <laughs> if we make a promise i won't like tell but i yeah. think usually everything that you let's say some random outside party tells me somehow it's not like gossip but it's like uh, usually those two would have the same yeah it's like ethical or something that is just like a normal conversation you'd probably yeah. they'd probably know about it so but i think that's strange because eventually it's like my husband is going to know stuff that you don't yeah know. and that makes weird. me really sad yeah I'm like, i won't i won't be there for you anymore and i think that's why it's really tough and i think god will have to prepare us for that or maybe we're just going to live our single lives forever <laughs> but i'm like <laughs> I don't know, it's gonna prepare me for that because I will have to like rip that bandit off and like take a backseat. And I think that will yeah. be very hard for me. Mm-hmm. To feel excluded and not like thinking that someone knows you better than I do because yeah. I've always been number one, you know? Yeah. She's been the number one, she's been OG since day Aww. one. Yeah. yeah, but I think what we were saying with um us like leaving uni, I think that there's definitely a change in the way you feel and even your social like social circumstance yeah. with leaving uni mm. no i think that uh, the thing that people don't realize or i don't know i think that you should expect is that you will experience a period of like almost disappointment or sadness when you leave mm. yeah because i think what our mum was saying that you've been in this education system for 13 to 15 16 17 years yeah and it's like a merry-go-round you've been, you've been yeah. so channeled and almost like programmed in this system it's like kind of like a rat race that once you yeah. get out you, you know feel really do. confused because yeah. you've yeah. always been told what to do you've always had something to do yeah so once you're taken out of that you're kind of like and they're like, it's like yeah, it's like almost like up to you to find your next step because it's yeah. you're gonna look for a job and now and it's like nobody's there to guide you in that new season to say like oh we're gonna give you a job this is what you're doing like yeah. you're going to do that it's not like on a silver platter where yeah. it's like okay this is your next step because usually for uni it's like okay you finish stage two stage three now these yeah. are the papers you have to take and it's yeah. like when you leave and you you have to go into the working world it's like well what's the next step a job but it could mean many but things yeah what job yeah. Like, what am I looking for? It's yeah. like, and that's hard for Joy and I with science is that it doesn't directly translate to a job. So it is quite difficult trying to find something that you actually want to yeah, do. Yeah, I was going to say, it's almost easier to go back to uni for another year or so than yeah. to think about getting another job. Yeah, yeah I feel like we've talked to a lot yeah. of people who are like, I'm going back for masters, you know, like, I just got to stay here. Mm-hmm. They don't want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of understand that. But I think there's a certain point where you will have to leave. And I think it's not unexpected to to ex- I don't know if that makes sense it's like you should expect to feel a sense of like I don't know I would say like sadness or like depression but I can definitely see how that could happen for you mm. I think mum was saying that it was like it's it's quite likely that when you leave and you spend too much time without having something to do that you will become you kind of go into this really dark hole you feel like why am I on earth and what's my like purpose, purpose. yeah no yeah. one needs me kind of yeah, and you feel very anxious about like what's yeah. happening. Like I don't even know. Yeah, I think that's definitely been me. And I think yeah. lockdown yeah. doesn't help either. Yeah. Lockdown makes things so it's much been worse. So hard. I think, especially for me, it's been quite difficult because 
Grace has like her job and I personally have only right now like two like casual jobs so I'm yeah. not like needed that sounds so much though yeah but it's like the hours are very flexible and weird so it's like I don't even have Permanent anything finish. guaranteed yeah. me every week so yeah. I'm still kind of like looking for work and yeah. I've been doing so many like interviews like <laughs> yeah and and just like thinking about even going back to study and right now I'm in this weird state of like I yeah. don't know what I'm doing right now with my life yeah. and I feel like I was saying to Holt the other day like I almost feel like God has forgotten about me like I'm like does he even have a plan for me at this point because yeah. it feels yeah. like he's just left me on my own to go wandering at this point yeah I mean the thing is I feel like all three of us are going through quite a low patch because I was saying to Joy how like usually not usually like I think for the last maybe like year or so like it's felt a lot like life is quite a big fat disappointment no, like, I was gonna say to Hope if I had to write if I had to write a book about myself the title would be a massive disappointment <laughs> why <laughs> that's so sad no because everything is a disappointment like yeah I but you aren't a disappointment okay maybe I'm life not, is. I'm not a total disappointment but I'm saying massive disappointment in terms of my life like everything no. everything is disappointing like honestly when I think about it nothing brings you total fulfillment unless it's God honestly like, yeah and I think that makes you think like yeah actually God is the only thing that's worth investing in this life yeah, but, yeah. because when you think about every single thing that you put your hope in you thought it would bring you happiness and fulfillment but it didn't yeah like, because yeah. when you're a kid you think oh like I want to go to uni and then you get to uni you're like this and now it. I want to get married and then it's like when you get married you're like now this I want kids it. this wasn't the marriage and I then now I get kids you're like what do <laughs> I what here. am I doing it's like you realize that nothing is going to fulfill you and satisfy you fully only god can and i think this is so this is always come back to relationships but i think that this one thing i i think personally i need to work on is finding happiness in god and like that joy in god so that like when that person comes along i'm not putting them on such a high pressure to make me happy because they never can so then you're going to have issues there when they don't like let's say they don't reply to your texts when they don't give you (laughs) enough time when they don't like talk to you enough and like console you comfort you and like give you that support and you feel really like why i feel so unsatisfied with this relationship you're not giving me enough but it's you shouldn't be asking them to give you if you have already fully have everything god has given you and you're so satisfied in god i think it reminds me of a song where it says like comforter counselor keeper like I think God Precious Redeemer and friend. Yeah <laughs> And friends See God like Should be taking Every yeah. single role in your life And I think that's what scares me With a relationship Is being so dependent on someone And let's say in like My trials and my struggles I go running to them Instead of running to God first mm, yeah. And that's why I think like It's important that you build Such a solid relationship With God first And then no matter what That person will be there For you to support you Yes But, but God is a, the, the main person So when you have God there And that relationship is so strong and God never disappoints you. Then, therefore, it's like that person, no matter what, how they treat you, is is your the feeling that you get is never like unwavering, and you're always yeah. like insecure and thinking, oh no, yeah, what's happening? Do they still like me? Yeah. Because if you're so secure in God, then it doesn't matter. Obviously, you want them to treat you nicely and yeah. like to love you. But I yeah. think it's a thing that I wanted to, to like talk about was I don't know what I would call this like my testimony, but like. I think almost a year ago, I really felt like God really spoke to me a certain like, a certain like kind of phrase. I don't really know, I don't really like to say that, I don't like to claim that it was God, but like, I really felt like it was something that I needed. And it was just so clear and the way it was phrased sounded quite strange for me to like make it up. Mm. But like, or maybe it was just like a massive blur of like certain ideas I had in my head. But like, 
the 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 phrase that I kept like thinking about like one night I was just like sitting there in bed like really late at night because I was just crying really... <laughs> <laughs> maybe but I was like looking out the window because back in like our old apartment we had this kind of balcony with like a sliding kind of sliding door and we could always like, look out the window at night and I would sleep with the windows open like not windows open like the drapes open and I remember just like looking out and because I feel like I'm always closest to God when I look out the window when I pray right and I was like, looking at the window and I was like Lord like I'm so worried about all these relationships and everything like I don't even know anymore like what am I gonna do like I'm so like just stressed and worried and like do you even have a plan for me and I just remember like this phrase coming to my mind and the way it was phrased which is very strange and it basically said like you will find the one when you find me first mm-hmm. and like that's quite strange because it says me first and I was like like if I was saying that to myself it's like me first isn't like myself but then I realized like maybe that's like the Lord speaking to me I don't know I don't want to claim it but I was like, yeah, it's true because like you will only find God's like ordained person for you when you find him first and he's your everything first. Because how do you expect to have a good relationship with a human being when your relationship with your creator is so messed up? Yeah. yeah. He's not going to bring someone in for you because then you'll run to that person, not him. Yeah. And what he wants you to actually do is to reconcile with him and be close to him first. Yeah. And I think that's a big challenge that all of us are facing because I do think to myself like there's no way I could be ready for a relationship this because sounds, I yeah. don't love God enough I'm so messed up yeah. and my relationship with him is so like rocky so this, yeah. how do I expect I see, to love someone else this sounds so crazy to me but I feel like no matter what circumstance of life I'm in I always find reasons to be single like, okay like this sounds so weird but I always think like oh I'm not ready because certain certain things and like new things are highlighted to me how i'm i'm still not not ready ready. yeah you know it's like even though i feel like maybe it's because we take our relationship so seriously that's why it none of us have really entered anything if we took it like oh we're just going for funsies um i'm just here to hang out with you i like you you're cool yeah but if you're actually thinking about a marriage with someone forever for for this time on earth i keep thinking to myself like Wow, I'm not ready because number one, I'm financially not ready. Wow, I'm not ready because I feel like my relationship with God isn't strong enough. Wow, like I'm not ready because my career hasn't been sorted out. Yeah. Wow, like I serve all these like. And, and the other thing I always think about is like I I always come back to like thinking, like how do I even treat the people I'm around now? Do yeah. I'm not gonna change? Like you think like oh once I get a husband or like a wife. I'm gonna change and be this really lovely person because you know, lovey dovey. I'm just gonna be so nice to them, like so in love, like mm. gonna treat them amazing. I do everything for them. Yeah, yeah, but it's like when you actually view the way that you treat people now. Like I look to myself, like I'm so ugly. Like in the morning when I wake up, I'm not the most happiest person, am I? Like I don't say, do I do that? I don't know. I'm not like good morning you, guys, love me? you. No, like it's like I, think, I don't know. Okay, I'm not you always say morning to me this morning. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you got. <laughs> <laughs> out to the car for some reason because I, I couldn't sleep I got the shock of my life <laughs> I woke up on my bed she was gone I looked up to Grace and she, she was gone and she I was like, like it's the rapture it's the rapture they, they said one will be like two will be in the bed and one, one will be in the bed oh oh stay so I was like oh no this could be it I'm kidding but I just got up and I was like it's such an early morning of early hour of the morning and I was like I she's gone where she's been. and I was like she's not there she can't be at the gym because the gym's shut because of lockdown I'm like I can't see her I walked out and I saw her on the couch but it's kind of like this weird blob of a person on the and I was like I think the first thing I said was why are you out here <laughs> I didn't say morning or anything nice no like, yeah hello hello why are you here <laughs> and the thing is it's like you do realise it's like how am I treating people like, around me yeah. like, like you think you're gonna be this like transformed person like, like selfless, you, and you're yeah. like 
good morning honey like love you what a beautiful day today but actually like I look at myself when I wake in the morning and I'm like I'm kind of angry I'm like oh my goodness like another day <laughs> like I walk out and I see joy and I'm just like morning and like I'm just like not very happy and even like in terms of like sharing things or even like the way you just treat your own family like do you even love your own family do you even love your own friends right now and I think to myself like are you even loving the people around you wholly because if you can't do the people around you how do you expect a dude who comes in like you're not changing Mm -hmm. so it's like a big thing to actually evaluate and think am i actually like loving those around me like firstly i want to just bring in this quote that i was that i saw because you were talking about waking up in the morning but it was like i opened two gifts this morning my eyes thank you lord (laughs) (laughs) so funny i was like (laughs) like, sometimes like that i hope that my first thought every morning when i wake up is like thank you lord for another day and yeah. just like feeling grateful that you're alive mm. I think that that thought does like go past your mind a lot yeah. because you don't focus on those things yeah. you're always looking around at what problems you have yeah. but I do agree with what Hope said like you're not changing I think that who you are right now is actually a very difficult thing to change the inner core of who you are mm. like, obviously you, yes you are constantly growing yeah. and being sanctified in the Lord and growing mm. in that way spiritually but in terms of like who you are your personality the way that you treat other people is like it's hard to actually change that part yeah, of you yeah. no I was gonna say like just because you've got a ring on your finger and you did a ceremony and all that things doesn't mean that you're gonna change as a person yeah, yeah. like you're, you're gonna bring all your, your baggage yeah. into marriage if you, you don't will. solve it now yeah, yeah I agree no so I think I saw this like like this like meme on instagram and it was like say ladies if he's 25 and older and he's got red flags leave now because his like frontal lobe is already fully developed he ain't changing for you mm. and i feel like it, it's slightly true like i think people will always have a certain like bad habit only the lord can change that in yeah. them and all you can do is pray for them but it's like you will most likely not change very much mm. at all yeah like all your habits and stuff and that's why you really need to keep thinking like about the way you treat people and like the kind of like the softness of who you are like you need to be very like i think that's a big thing that you should look for in a person it's like humbleness willingness and willingness to change and humility because i think that's a big thing that a big skill that you will need in marriage Mm. because i was saying i don't know what i was saying to joy i was like you know what i feel like a lot of times in marriage it will result in a lot of fights and having to reconcile because mm. like, I admit that you're wrong yeah I can imagine marriage requiring a lot of reconciliation with that person mm. because you'll have a lot of conflict you'll probably be not happy with them and yeah. then you'll have to come around and actually apologise and yeah. reconcile and I feel like that's something you have to actually practice now yeah. yeah like if you're really bad at admitting that you're wrong or really bad at, at just like coming back to someone in humbleness and say like oh like, sorry, sorry I, yeah. I screwed or up like, there or something yeah, or like you know? empathising and even like seeing from their point of view and not being so stubborn in your own like view mm. of how yeah. the situation has gone that's so true I found that actually really not I didn't find I think I saw someone talking about a really good way to deal with um like fights it's, yeah this is really random but like instead of always like coming to someone and saying you did this you did this wrong you did this wrong you made me angry here because you did this. Yeah. You don't want to say you because you is like you're basically attacking them you're and isolating like it. You yeah. are the like problem. Yeah. Yeah. But when you say something else like I feel this because of what you did, or I don't like the way you did this. I when you say I, yeah. it kind of makes you feel like you're on, you're not attacking them. And I think they said that this is like a good way to talk about problems. Mm. So I don't know how helpful that is, but a tip for maybe if you want to resolve <laughs> a problem but yeah I, I just keep thinking I was like 
I can imagine just like marriage having a lot of those kind of mm. situations mm. and it's just something you do have to prepare and I think even your family situation or even your friends now like they are preparing you for that because mm. yeah. every day you will come into conflict with your even your siblings or whatever and it's just like preparing you for those conflicts because actually conflict is such a natural part of life and if you don't have conflict it's actually abnormal yeah, yeah. it's a red like, flag if you don't have conflict yeah. yeah I think if you are with someone and you're like oh we never fight like we never have any arguments or disagree I think that that's like you're living in a reality mm. not in a reality you're living in a fantasy because yeah. that's actually not real I think like real life is obviously people clashing and you're having problems and stuff you know what though I just feel that adulthood like once you enter it you I feel like just like not preparing for adulthood but like I feel like life does prepare you for it and I think the biggest like preparation is actually realizing that life is a disappointment and people will be disappointing because mm-hmm. then you go into marriage not with high expectations with low standards. <laughs> yeah, and you're like i can imagine this is not going to be all like happy days because that is life and i think that's actually a good thing because you're not like so like in the your head in the clouds you know i think it reminds me of a book i saw at like a christian bookstore and it was said like breaking the marriage idol it's like oh, yeah. people idolize marriage like it's going to be yeah. a perfect fantasy when it's not going to be that at all yeah. yeah, because I think for us three, just from our parents' marriage, we really see that it's not about your happiness. It's actually about how you glorify God mm. with serving that person and sacrificing mm. yourself. Yeah. It's not about, do they make me happy? Do we have a happy marriage together? Are we always laughing and smiling? Because, like, yeah, that's you ideally want that. But at the end of the day, do you think, does being in this marriage unity with this person bring us closer together to God and glorify God through our weaknesses together? Mm. And that's why I think more and more. It's not about, do I want like a picture-perfect marriage? Because it's yeah. never going to be that way. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, marriage is a picture of our relationship with, like, like the church with, like, Christ, right? Mm. And it's like, Christ is always laying his... He's, he's laid his life down for us. And in that way, marriage is that we are we are called to lay our lives down for that person. And I keep thinking to myself, like, am I ready to every day be doing that? Because that's what marriage is. Mm. You're basically being called to be refined and changed and moulded and made into someone who's more, like, Christ-like. And that's what marriage is. And I think you said a quote yesterday. I can't remember what it was. I think I came up with, like... Because me and Holt were talking yesterday. I don't know. We just talk... Well, all three of us always talk about just random things all the time. But I think I brought up a couple of things about, like, singleness and marriage yesterday to her. And I was saying, like, firstly, that... um, it's better to be single wanting to be married than married wanting to be single. That's true. Because once you've said your vows before God, you cannot go back. Go back. Yeah. And it's like, if you're yeah. trapped in a bad marriage, you cannot escape that anymore. Yeah. Like, I just don't know how people do the whole marriage thing so like easily, because to me, it seems huge. Yeah. You know some people, they're just like, oh, I just got this guy like eight months ago, we're just gonna go in, fun. I'm like, I'm like, great for you, but at the same time, that really does scare me, because I think to myself, You've got like how many years ahead of you? Like this is a once in a lifetime decision. Mm. Like you can't undo this. I think yeah. we talked to someone. It's like you can always change something. Like you can always like quit a job or whatever. You cannot leave marriage. Yeah. It is such a big thing. Mm. And I think that I don't know how people do it. So and you easily. can't have a single doubt in your mind at all. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, people like with every single thing in life, you will have doubts. So the fact that you can't have a doubt about that person is, is actually like wow. It must be really like God ordained. The fact that you are so sure yeah. about it. Mm. 
because this the fact is you're making an oath before God and it's yeah. like that itself is very like sacred and like mm. you can't easily just break that you're saying this before God yeah and then the if almighty you, God yeah and then in that way like if your marriage just like not work out and you do divorce you basically just like lied before God because yeah. you said like I'm gonna love this person I'm choosing to love them and then you say yeah. well nah jokes I'm not doing this anymore but actually I think that's where it's like it's better to be on the other side of the coin where you actually have a choice to be married instead of being married and having no choice to be single again. Yeah, that's so and true. I think that's where also my second quote is the grass is always greener on the other side. You yeah. always think it's going to be better when I'm married. It's going to be happier. I'm going to be more fulfilled. But it's like, you never know. And yeah. I think the third thing I said was marriage and singleness are both equal states of serving the Lord. Like, yeah, I agree with that. But so they're, much. they're actually different though in the way that you yeah. are because... I'm not sure if you have more to say like, about it. It's almost like a thing, mirror image, though. Yeah. But it's like, the thing is, there are equal ways to serve the Lord. It's, but for some yeah. reason, humans and Christians tend to value marriage as Way more. a better state of serving the Lord. Yeah. Where's, no, because where's, yeah. the, where's the proof of that? Exactly, because yeah. when you think about singleness, you're serving God wholeheartedly through just, like, your life. Yeah. But when you're married, it's like, you actually got to serve your husband who's below God but you also yeah. got to serve God too but it's like you're also sacrificing yourself yeah, to that divided man. Yeah, yeah. in that way I do think that like the, the reason why people say like you're saying how's an equal way of serving the Lord it's like it's because you are okay I totally just lost where I was going with that I always <laughs> do that I was like okay, just give me a moment someone else talk about something I think that's where you have to always ask yourself like do I really need to be married because it, it is it is a calling and that's not because just okay. Okay, I'll go back married. to it. Okay, but what I was saying is that it, you're equal. You're kind of equally serving God in marriage because you're basically being a testimony of Jesus Christ to your husband or wife because mm-hmm. you are every day laying your life down for them. Yeah, you're saying like I'm serving you. And the, you know, we're doing yeah. things as, together. I'm gonna give up my life for you, and this is for us as a couple now. And I think the fact that you are seeing your spouse doing that for you. Think, mm. wow god is real because they are testimony of yeah um god's love because not any human would do treat me like this because yeah even though i've been so, so sinful yeah we're so you're still sinful. deciding to love me and like yeah. feed me at home i don't yeah. know and like got to work even though i've been a crappy person to you we're still doing this together yeah. and like mm-hmm. that is a testimony to like i guess the lord's work so i think it's like there are different ways of serving and even loving yeah. god but they are equal i would yeah. say one or the other is higher but like Paul does say, I wish you were as I am, which is single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now we're just talking about singleness. I think that's one thing that I really have felt convicted by, or even just like over the last year and even now, is just like what real singleness is. Yeah. Because I think it's easy to slap on that label of I'm single by status. This is, I'm single, like no ties to any dude. Like I'm yeah. just... I don't have any boyfriend or whatever. But in in terms of like real singleness of heart and mind, like of the way that you view yourself, that you're only committed to God and serving Him and not actually seeking man's approval from the outside. And your thoughts are like clouded by like other boys and stuff. Yeah, and like actually being truly single in the way that you see like you're not always seeking like guy attention thinking oh like if you see a cute guy oh like cute guy there where did you come from kind of interested <laughs> wonder, wonder how you, i'm gonna talk to you yeah how you gonna hit me up <laughs> when like, i'm gonna see you next time oh, i'm gonna be thinking about that boy he's so cute but it's like that singleness so and heart would be no i'm not even looking for a relationship get away from me like i'm trying to serve god my right mind now is so with my empty. time yeah and my like 
energy. And this thing I was realized is that I kept saying like I think all three were like maybe not joy so much, but I kept saying like oh like we are on the singleness pact. I'm single, mm. but, but in terms of like my mind and my heart. I wasn't actually truly single. And in the I, way I, that I so I, agree with yeah. you, Grace, because it's like I guess I do agree a little bit, but not a hundred percent. Because I was gonna I say that I think yeah. like for the three of us, singleness has been extremely easy because it hasn't been a true singleness. And yeah. I think in that way, it's because, like, I would say I'm single, but I have like probably like a lot of guys like hitting me up or thinking like, oh, I know that guy's there. I'm I'm interested in him. So it was like almost I was living a life where yeah. I was excited to look at the like look around and be like, oh, that guy's cute. I can't wait to see him. Yeah, and something. it's almost like selfish because you want to be single because you can like have those options. Yeah, and not to be committed and be like, oh, I'm gonna leave my gates open so that anyone can come in right now because I'm looking for somebody. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, it's like. When you're single, you shouldn't even be thinking about entering a relationship. Therefore, you shouldn't be even accommodating or entertaining those people or thoughts. Yeah, and I think that in that way, I'll, I would say a lot of happiness for me would come from that. Thinking exactly. Like, oh, getting attention from that guy, he, he slid in my DMs today. Like, like I yeah. wanted, like, people want to talk to me. And I'm cool. Like, and that's why, like, in singleness, that's you not feel true valued. Singleness. You still exactly. feel valued because you're getting attention. Because, like, true singleness is getting no boy attention and still feeling satisfied in God. Yeah. yeah I, I think that that's a thing that we weren't doing because I had so many, like, kind of options and kind of opportunities yeah. and boys. Like you've and you've got like, guys oh, that are still, like, talking to you in that talking stage. So you're like, yeah, I'm single. Like, when you look at me, I don't have a boyfriend. Like, I don't have anyone that I'm tied down to. But, like, underlyingly, you, when I when I was looking at my life, I had so many, like, pre-relationships <laughs> that were forming, just, like, kind yeah. of forming that I actually wasn't really single. Yeah. And I think that that's why it's, like, hard to really actually be single by like heart and yeah. mind and like thought like truly single yeah. is something completely different yeah like just to be like completely single and just resting in the lord and having yeah. absolutely no like attention your attention being divided to other people because i'm so gonna hard. be honest like when you're like single by status and you and you and you just go out and you like you go to like let's say some sort of event and you're thinking oh like what cute guys could be there like what cute <laughs> guys might like talk to me and like what kind of things could like happen what kind of spicy stuff like yeah. is going to happen in my life make things interesting makes it easy to be single because you, like the fact that you getting attention makes yeah. you feel like valued and worthy yeah. and that's why i think that all three of us maybe not joy as much i don't know if you feel this way Some, somewhat but it's like you feel almost like satisfied with your singleness because you're getting attention yeah but like i feel like right now for me and i think maybe for all three of us we do feel a bit more because maybe because Joy and I have like, left the uni scene. It's like, mm. and you're lockdown. not getting so much boy attention. So you do really feel that you're like getting that worth and value from God. And everything's kind of stripped yeah. away. You're not thinking, oh, like this boy, these couple boys be talking to me constantly means that I'm valued still as a single. Like I've got options. Like when you have yeah. none and you think, wow, like actually nobody's coming for me. Yeah. And I can truly serve God as a single person. And I can actually think about those things instead of being so like, spread thin over people's relationships yeah. like with other people even though I'm still single mm. yeah that's so true mm. yeah do you have anything to say about it? no not really I do agree with what you said like that once everything's stripped away you realise like the only value that you can have is found in God yeah, yeah. it is hard though because I think the thing is though a lot of girls they f- they I guess find their value or their worth in the amount of boys that are talking to them. Yeah. And when you feel like nobody's talking to you, you're like, am I not wanted? Does nobody like me? Is something wrong with me? Yeah. 
but like that's not how you should be seeing it at all because I think you only, you only need one person to find true value in you and you only need one person at the end of the day mm, that's, that's your husband Okay, I was going for no, God. No, but I'm not saying like, yes, God values you, but I'm saying at the end of the <laughs> I day. Saying, I was going to say that God has really proven and found value in you yeah, by dying on the cross for exactly. you. Exactly. That's enough yeah. for you, isn't it? Yeah, but I was going more in terms of... Yeah, she was going a different <laughs> way. Like, not telepathy there. I was just saying more in terms of when, you, when you're like seeking approval from guys and you're always thinking like, am I, am I enough for them? Yeah. I think that that's one thing that's so dra- dangerous with relationships and even being in a relationship with someone and always wanting their approval. Yeah. But the way you look, the way that you feel like they're like, oh, like they're not giving me much attention. Do they not like me? Mm. And you feel insecure. It's like, like you shouldn't even be looking to them. Exactly. Like, I think that a lot of relationships go wrong because people are so insecure with themselves yeah. that they need that person to give, give, give. And then that's why it's just not working. But in that way, I think that relationships, they are actually quite a selfish thing. Because it's like, with <laughs> I'm getting distracted. It's like, with like relationships, I think it's quite a selfish thing. Because it's always like, I want this because I want to feel valued. That's why you want to enter it. Because what else? If no person really enters a relationship and thinks, I want to enter this so I can serve someone. That's not really how people think about yeah. relationships. They think, I want to go on this because I want to feel wanted and for people to I know that I'm wanted. I want to pay for my meals. <laughs> I want free food. I want them to tell me that I'm pretty. I want exactly. him it's to. It's all about you. Yeah. I want, I want. What kind yeah. of benefit do I, I want? I want duration song. I want. <laughs> but that's exactly the thing. It's like, you should be actually looking at entering a relationship and thinking, how can I serve this person? Exactly. It's not... How am I going to feel wanted it's, and for yeah. the world to know that I am wanted by this person? Yeah, and that's how most people look at it. How can they enhance my life and make me feel better and make me look better and like all those things, but actually underlyingly, it's you being selfish at the end of the exactly. day. Exactly. And that's why I think that it is always a state of your heart and you have to assess what, why you actually I just thought it. of something. It's like you're trying to fill a God... A God... No, that doesn't make sense. You're trying to fill like a God... God-shaped void. Uh, yeah, a god shape. Like, it's, <laughs> it's only not, shaped it's shape, for God. Yeah, like a, like a place. You're trying to fill a place that's only made for God with a human, and that's yeah. never gonna work, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I wanted to bring out something. Like I'm not sure if it's related or not, but I think since the last few like weeks, I have been feeling quite like weird about life, like a bit <laughs> lost, yeah. and I I was always just like sitting and like praying and thinking about it, like. Lord, do you even have a plan for me at this point? Like, with lockdown and just interviews and stuff like that, I'm like, it's not happening for me. Like, it's not looking yeah. very good. Because I actually I actually did not take that job that I was talking about. The vibes were off. Yeah, just I, like, I didn't go to Christchurch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't feel comfortable going for that job. But because I didn't take up that job, I was, I've was i now just been, like, searching for a job. But nothing has really been, like, nothing has happening. Clicked. Yeah. yeah. And nothing's really clicked for me. And I literally think, like, what is going on with my life right now? Like, everything's looking, like, really unknown. Like, even yeah. more so than before. Yeah. And then, when I was sitting there, I, can, I don't know how biblical this is. Do you know when people, like, flip through their Bible and a verse just stand out to them? That sometimes can sometimes, happen. Because, like, I think I've seen this, like, video of, like, girls saying, like, Lord, show me if he's the one. And they keep flipping the Bible until they find, like, a verse that, like, supports their, like, <laughs> But, like, for me, I was sitting there and I was, like, for some reason, the Bible was just sitting open at the page. And when the one verse stood out to me that I never would even have picked up before. Yeah. I've never even read this verse yeah. And it actually stood out to me. And it, it's in Jeremiah 32, 27. And it says... Yeah. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Yeah. That literally... Was that New Living Translation? 
no King James. Oh wow, really. that does sound quite modern. Is there anything too hard for me? And yeah. I thought to myself, no, there's nothing too hard for God. So why am I doubting Him right now? Mm. Yeah. And I think similar to me, when I was like, I guess I was listening to some music, like Christian music, and I was listening to Good Good Father, right? Mm. <laughs> and like the lyrics when it says like you are perfect in all of your ways, yeah. and how it says like in Matthew that it's like be you perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect, mm. and I think. God is so like his timing is always immaculate. He he's so perfect in everything that he has for us. Mm, yeah. And like I think that I constantly doubt him, but he always reaffirms me in terms of how he always comes through. Yeah. Cuz I think if we we're, we're talking about song lyrics here. I was thinking about like you know Waymaker. Yeah. yeah. And it's like even when I don't see it you're working. Even yeah. when I don't feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop working. And it's like yeah. You always think like, where's God? Like, where's he? Like, I, I, everything looks so like dry right now. Like, yeah. what's happening? But like, even though it looks like there's nothing happening, God yeah. is still working, and this is just yeah. a step in His plan for you. I and think you just have to wait. I think another song lyrics is, I think is it another the fire? Yeah. Fire song. I don't know if that's that's good or not. But I think it was saying like, I can see the light in the darkness as the darkness bows to Him. Yeah. And it's like sometimes when you feel like you're in the darkness. But yet you can still see the light because that's God. Yeah, and the, the darkness actually bows to God. It's like it's like yeah. God is so good to us, and He only has good plans for those who love Him. So mm. I think, like, He 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 is good. So therefore, He has good things for us. And you always are like struggling and thinking, "Oh, I'm so scared. Like God's not gonna come through." But He always does. You know, what I was thinking that as well. I keep thinking that our move from apartment is supposed to be an analogy for life because, in a way, I was thinking like our last apartment was really bougie and nice, right? It was kind of a bit extra, to be honest. Yeah. And our parents were like, "Hey, you're gonna have to downgrade, sorry, girls." But like, this is reality, <laughs> right? Because they got the train tracks. Everything's not, as, everything's not as bougie. I think like the neighborhood is a little bit more dodgy, right? Yeah. And the thing is, it's like I was thinking to myself like. Ever since like we moved in here, I really have seen like I do love this apartment, and it's so like beautiful in its own way. Yeah. And it fits our needs so perfectly without being too extra. And I yeah, think to myself yeah. like maybe that is actually like God's plan for you in terms of yeah. your relationships because like you might think I want this guy who looks so good, but then actually the guy for you might not look as cute, but he might be everything you want in a weird form. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes you're gonna have to accept that and realize that God knows you better than you do, and He's gonna give you what fits you. That that came to mind was when I think I learned in one of my courses that when you look at like the algorithm of people on like dating apps, what they say they want versus what they actually end up with is completely opposite because people yeah. don't actually know what they want. Yeah, they don't. And actually, God only knows what you want. Exactly. So I was thinking yeah. like, oh, well, not know what you want. God only knows what you need. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's like I was saying, even though there's apartments, it's not as nice, but it literally ticks every single box. I don't know. And one, of like, our, one of our friends said that he liked it better. <laughs> he liked this one better, but like I don't know. I think that the other one obviously looks better. Like overall yeah. yeah but then you realize the cost it's like the cost yeah it's it. like who cares about the train coming at night if you're gonna pay like way less for yeah. the rent? and that's how it was relationship though it's like do you want something that's so bougie and nice and looks great but the cost is so high mm. or do you want something where it actually fits you perfectly and the cost is actually rather low you yeah. want that one instead but it's sometimes hard for us to let go of that higher cost like better yeah. looking thing and mm. i think that that's something that god does have to work in us mm. Yeah, I do agree with that and I think that what I'm looking for now in like a relationship is less of this picture perfect person but yeah. someone that's actually going to push me to, to actually serve them and, and love God through my sacrifice to them yeah. mm. and I'm not looking for like this guy that is everything I want and he's you're, like you're expecting the perfect imperfection. man yeah. it's like I think that what I'm expecting is someone that's just going to 
make me a better person yeah. and obviously you don't want to be completely unattractive to them yeah. but I think that yeah over time that's why our parents yeah. are saying I think over time you guys will be less picky because you'll yeah. realise like but I think the thing that um, just growing older has really brought into like our thought processes is that everyone has flaws whose flaws are you willing to accept and marry mm. that's, ex- that's literally it because everyone has flaws yeah, nobody everyone has flaws and it's just like who am I going to whose flaws am I willing to deal with and yeah. that's literally the only question I feel like now I keep thinking about mm. yeah but I think it's been quite like a humbling like process and that's yeah. always been happening I think with us three it has been a very humbling year like so far yeah. already I feel like our podcast has like transitioned from being very like fun to almost very serious it's always serious but it's always relationships but it's like, still dude you do realise that everything is actually quite serious a massive relation- disappointment relationships are very serious yeah. yeah so that's the end of the podcast I feel like we have more to talk about but the timer is like kind of running out we'll so, save it for next yeah. time yeah Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you in our next podcast. Bye.